Cracks in pavement surfaces are not always a bad thing. Professor Moon Wan from Texas Tech explains why cracking is good when designing continuously reinforced concrete pavements. Transportation infrastructure. It's what keeps our economy moving and gets people safely where they need to go. But maintaining safe, reliable infrastructure assets is a complex challenge that requires innovative solutions. I'm Nick Frank from Agile Assets, and I'll be your guide as we navigate through the complex and evolving world of infrastructure asset management. My guest today is Dr. Moon One. Moon is a professor of civil, environmental, and construction engineering at Texas Tech University. He started his career at the Texas Department of Transportation, where he worked on roadway design, concrete materials, and pavement. His current research focuses on concrete pavement design, materials, construction, and rehabilitation. Moon, thanks for being our guest today. Thanks for having me, Nick. Uh, I'm excited to dive into continuously reinforced concrete pavement design, performance, sustainability with you today. But before we get to that, can you tell me about your role at Texas Tech University? At Texas Tech, my role is to educate students so that they could achieve their dreams of being successful engineers. I also conduct research on design, materials, construction, and rehabilitation of rigid pavements. Well, today we're talking about continuously reinforced concrete pavement. So let's just dive into it. What is that? Well, as you know, there are two types of concrete or rigid pavement. One is jointed concrete pavement, and the other is continuously reinforced concrete pavement. We call it CRCP. Before we discuss what CRCP is, I just want to briefly talk about Portland cement concrete. As we all know, concrete volume changes when there are temperature changes. Since temperature changes all the time throughout the day and month or so on, concrete pavement also contracts when temperature goes down or expands when temperature goes up. There are two different ways to deal with this concrete contraction or expansion. One is we let the concrete contract or expand as much it wants. The other is we tell the concrete, say, don't move or freeze. In jointed concrete pavement, we let the concrete move as much as it wants. So we saw cut, say, every 15 feet in Texas so that the concrete could move rather freely when there are temperature changes. Because concrete is free to move, Concrete stresses from temperature changes are low, and there should be no cracks in jointed concrete pavement. On the other hand, in CRCP, we try to restrain concrete contraction and expansion. How do we do this? We place longitudinal steel continuously from one end of the project to the other end, except that bridges. That's why we call this pavement type, continuously reinforced concrete pavement, or CRCP. So in CRCP, there are no transverse joints except for construction joints. Since concrete cannot contract or expand while temperature changes, 
quite large concrete stresses develop. And when tensile stresses exceed concrete tensile strength, there will be cracks. So in CRCP, there are lots and lots of transverse cracks. To summarize, in jointed concrete pavement, we have joints at every 15 feet in Texas, and the cracks are not supposed to occur. On the other hand, in CRCP, there are no joints, but there are lots and lots of cracks. So cracks in CRCP do the same thing as joints do in jointed concrete pavement. Okay, so no joints, but a lot of cracks. Uh, so what are the advantages of the CRCP over those other pavement types? Yeah, there are several advantages of CRCP. One is long life. At TechStart, the design life of CRCP used to be 20 years until the middle of 1980s. There are many CRCP projects built with a 20-year design life while back, but some of them are still in service. For example, I-45 project in Dallas between Loop 12 and I-30, this 8-inch CRCP was built in 1975 and it is still in a relatively good shape. So that pavement is 47 years old, even though, again, its design life was only 20 years. Another project is also 8-inch CRCP on US 27 in Fort Worth. This pavement was built in 1969, so it is 53 years old. Again, the design life was only 20 years. Now, current design life of CRCP in Texas is 30 years, but the actual service life of most of the CRCP projects in Texas is much more than the design, li design life. So in some sense, CRCP is a truly perpetual pavement. Another advantage is many options available for rehabilitation when CRCP reaches its terminal condition. One is a simple asphalt overlay because CRCP becomes an, an excellent base course, better than any asphalt-stabilized or cement-stabilized base courses. Since transverse cracks are quite tight, even at a terminal condition, reflection cracking is not a problem for asphalt overlay. Another rehabilitation option is concrete overlay. Hexat has had excellent experience with CRCP unbanded overlay on all the CRCP. So those are the few uh, advantages of CRCP over other pavement types. Some longer service life, more application options to do it. So as we look at and dive into how CRCP is actually built, can you talk about how these roads are designed? There are two elements in CRCP design. One is slab thickness design, and the other is steel design. Slab thickness design of CRCP is pretty much the same for jointed concrete pavement design. In other words, slab thickness of CRCP is determined based on projected design truck traffic, as well as how good the slab support system will be. Now, the steel design is a little different. The purpose of the steel in CRCP is to induce cracks 
and keep them pretty tight. Now, how much steel do we need to have to keep the cracks tight for our entire design life of CRCP? We could determine the steel design based on theoretical modeling, but CRCP behavior is quite complicated and we have to make lots of simple and unrealistic assumptions in the modeling. So at TechStart and many states, they developed steel design based on experience and the field performance. Yeah, in Texas, from my experience of people that I've chatted with, seems to be kind of on the forefront of some of these ideas of, of more sustainability and trying kind of some different things along their pavements. When we look at design methods for CRCP, what are some of the more common design methods? As with any pavement types, there are two design methods. One is empirical and the other one is mechanistic empirical. We call it ME design. The Ashto design methods up to 1998 are a good example of empirical design because the method was based on the findings from the Asher Road test conducted in late 1950s. A good example of a mechanistic empirical design procedure is National MEPDG, now called Ashtoware, developed on the National Research Project. Techstart has its own ME mechanistic empirical design procedure for CRCP called Tex. CRCP ME. So the most common design method for CRCP used to be old Ashto method, but now some states use the Ashto whale or Texas or Illinois have their own mechanistic empirical design procedures for CRCP. And you've mentioned it a couple times, and this is an area that I'm very curious about because it's something that I did not know as, as part of what CRCP is, and it's the amount of steel that's used within this. So what is the typical percentage of steel used in these projects and, and why is it important? We use about six tenth to eight tenth percent of cross-sectional area of concrete for steel. Again, the primary purpose of the steel in CRCP is to induce transverse cracks and keep them quite tight. If less steel is used, then crack spacing will be large and crack width will be large as well. So large crack width means water and de-icing salt could penetrate into cracks, potentially causing corrosion in the steel. Also, when crack width are large, we will lose so-called aggregate interlock at transverse cracks, and then CRCP performance could be severely compromised. On the other hand, if we use too much steel, well, it won't hurt, but it's just that it makes the con construction more difficult and it increases construction cost without that much additional benefit. That's why we use steel amount of 6 tenth to 8 tenth nationally. Yes. For the non-engineers and the general public that's hearing and, and 
you say a couple times, you know, cracking in the roads and thinking like, well, why would you want to design a road that's going to already crack? So let's dive into that. And, and what is the typical crack spacing for CRCP? How does that affect the performance of it? And what are the benefits of, of the cracking within that? Nick, this is an important question. Uh, typical crack spacing in CRCP is between two and six or even eight feet. Of course, there are exceptions. Does the crack spacing affect long-term performance of CRCP? Well, in Texas, we find that crack spacing does not have to do with CRCP performance, even though some people appear to believe so. In my opinion, that's not correct. We civil engineers took reinforced concrete course when we were in school and we graduate with the perception that cracks in concrete are no good. However, in CRCP, cracks are intended and in some sense, cracks are good. The notion that cracks can be a problem in CRCP prevented some states from utilizing CRCP, which is quite unfortunate. You know, when I looked at our topic and I looked at our, our did our research on this about hearing and seeing the cracks in the road and as someone who didn't have and doesn't have an engineering and a, and a civil engineering degree, I was very curious about diving into that. Uh, so what are the factors that can also impact that crack spacing? Again, I want to emphasize that most of the transverse cracks in CRCP develop from temperature and moisture variations, not from truck traffic. Actually, concrete stresses from truck traffic are small between 100 and 200 PSI range, whereas concrete stresses from temperature and moisture variations could be quite large, exceeding uh, concrete tensile strength. That is why many transverse cracks actually develop even before CRCP is open to traffic. So there are two groups of factors impacting crack spacing. One is concrete material properties, and the other is environmental condition during and after concrete placement. So the concrete coefficient of thermal expansion and modulus, as well as tensile strength, all impact crack spacing. Temperature conditions during and after concrete placement also impact crack spacing. And have you noticed the difference between extreme heat or extreme cold? Which one impacts it a little bit more? You know, the roads are going to be a little bit different in Texas than they are in, let's say, Minnesota or something. So how does that difference between, you know, our cold winters in the north and like the hot summers in the south? Obviously, when there's a large temperature swing, then the concrete stress will go up. That means there will be more cracking. So in northern states where the temperature can be pretty low in the winter, they tended to have more cracks because there's a large temperature swing. Actually, that's why they are using more steel in northern states than in Texas, because they need to keep the cracks tight when there, there is a large swing of temperature. And when you talk about performance with CRCP, because that's going to be the big next thing is, okay, so we've talked about how it's made, 
what are the benefits of it? So let's talk about the performance and the expected performance of CRCPs compared to our more traditionally jointed concrete pavements. Techstart has a really good uh, PMIS system in place, pavement management information system. So we actually analyze Techstart PMIS data and found that CRCP has performed much better than joint the concrete pavement. As discussed earlier, the design life of CRCP used to be 20 years, and now it's 30 years at Techstart. However, most of the CRCP sections in Texas far outperform the design life. So Techstart is considering increasing the design life in line with actual performance, maybe to 40, maybe to 50 years. We don't know yet. So we will start a new research project this September to determine what the actual design life should be for CRCP at Techstart. And that would be a great breakthrough. I mean, just extending life from 20 to 30 to 40 years can save, you know, any transportation agency millions of dollars over that course of time that they could then put into other projects and improving infrastructure in other areas. I think that's that's probably one of the biggest benefits of that. Uh, what about ride quality? You know, we've talked about cracks. We've talked about, you know, there's steel in the road. How does that CRCP affect ride quality in terms of smoothness and, and noise? Uh, in general, uh, CRCP provides better ride than jointed concrete pavement because it does not have joints. Now, cracks in CRCP are so tight that you won't feel the cracks when you drive over CRCP. Another good thing is that there will be no rotting in concrete pavement. So the ride quality pretty much stays almost the same for a long time, as long as there are little volume changes in the subgrade. Now, noise has been an issue in concrete pavement, whether it is jointed pavement or CRCP. Concrete paving industry has worked very hard to address this noise issue. And now, longitudinal tining and a new technique called New Generation Concrete Surface, or NGCS, makes the concrete pavement almost as quiet as good asphalt pavement. That's awesome. I always love hearing you know, studies and research like that from individuals like yourself and some of my colleagues as well about the advancements of you know, just materials and, and being able to reduce noise and roads and, and all of that stuff is just so fascinating to discuss and dive into. And when we talk about and dive into more about materials and how about the sustainability side of, of, of this conversation, how do CRCP payment assets contribute to that, to sustainability in different stages, you know, throughout the whole stage from the design to the construction, to the operations, how do you factor in sustainability? To me, this is an important question. Techstart data shows CRCP provides much longer life than any other pavement types. Also, CRCP requires minimum maintenance for a long, long time. That is why Techstart prefers CRCP because once they place CRCP, they don't have to do anything for 30, 40, 50 years. Of course, 
if the quality of the construction is not was not good, then there might be some localized distresses here and there. But in general, CRCP is a sort of maintenance-free pavement. So all the emissions from reconstruction operations every, say, five or 10 years in asphalt pavement are, I mean, totally avoided. Also, Techstart used recycled aggregates in CRCP on IH10 between I-45 and West Loop in Houston. The project was constructed in 1995 through 1998. So the project is now more than 20 years old and it is still in good condition. So CRCP is a truly environmentally friendly pavement system. That's what I think. Longer life, lower maintenance, which leads to lower emissions because less projects are needed on it, using recycled materials, some of the ways that CRCP advances the uh, sustainability focus from some DOTs and, and agencies that they're trying to push more sustainable materials. Uh, Moon, before I let you go, is there anything else on this topic that we didn't touch on that you feel like we need to add? I just want to emphasize two things. First, transverse cracks in CRCP do not cause problems. As a matter of fact, I would say cracks in CRCP are good. Second, CRCP can be an answer for long-lasting, environmentally friendly, and sustainable pavement. Moon Wan, Professor of Civil, Environmental, and Construction Engineering at Texas Tech University, thanks for being our guest today. Thank you. If you want to learn more about infrastructure strategies that save time, money, and lives, head on over to agileassets.com. Once again, thank you to Dr. Moon Wan for sharing his expertise with us today. I'm Nick Frank. Join us again next month for another edition of Move Your Assets. Mm -hmm.